Views and opinions expressed by callers, guests, and hosts do not necessarily reflect those of the Black Talk Radio Network and Black Talk Media Project. Black Talk Radio is new black media for the new millennium. Welcome to another BTR News Brief. My name is Scotty Reed. On this segment, I will be speaking with Brother Kwabana Rasulita, founder of Clear the Airways Project, a radio DJ, and a regular BTR News contributor. We will be in conversation over the next 20 minutes or so about the launch of the Respect Us campaign, which kicked off on Saturday, March 16th this year with a public forum in New York City that was broadcast on WBAI FM radio. The campaign is sponsored in part by National Congress of Black Women, shout out to them, and the National Black Leadership Alliance. An appeal was made to the black listening audience of WBAI to participate in what they are calling Sanction Sunday. Now, the very next day on Sunday, March 17th, participating church pastors called on their individual congregations to withdraw their dollars from Subway restaurants and Kohl's department stores on the weekend of March the 23rd and 24th. Now, the Respect Us campaign says it is using political tools by leveraging the consumption habits of the black community and its allies against the corporations who support radio music programming that degrades and dehumanizes black people and especially women. Speaking of women in music that degrades and glorifies and therefore encourages anti-black social behavior through music, a rapper and former stripper who grew up in impoverished conditions is on the hot seat for her video confessions about crimes she committed against men she met in strip clubs and men she was dating. While not seemingly boasting about her crimes, Cardi B seemed to rationalize her behavior by suggesting that it is what she had to do in order to pay for studio time to record music. Some in the social media sphere have compared her case to Bill Cosby. In a video confession, Cardi B admits to drugging victims under the pretense of a private sexual encounter Describe raping them by quote-unquote tranny, which is additionally raped by deception, and then robbing her victims of all their cash and other valuables. We will also get Kwabana's thoughts on this revelation from the stars of Ratchet Urban Radio. Let's speak to Brother Kwabana. Greetings to you, my friend. Hey, back at you, Brother Scotty. It's been, been a while, man. Been too long. Right, right, right. Definitely got to uh, have you on more regular, brother, because I respect what you do. Uh, if we're going to talk about respect us, I definitely respect the work of you uh, through Clear the Airways Project and the other organizations you are affiliated with. Now, I know you are excited about the launch of the Respect Us campaign as you have been telling me about it privately before the official announcement. Yeah, man, definitely because it involves other organizations, a lot of organizations, some powerful organizations, and even involves the uh, spiritual or the religious community uh, that's organized to a certain extent and that if they, you know, really stepped up, we can make this thing turn overnight. So that's why we're excited about this Respect Us campaign. And basically what we're saying is that not only do do we have to respect us, they have to respect us. We outlined five corporations that were sponsoring and are supporting this ratchet content 
this violent rhetoric really that specifically targets our women. They target black people in general, but uh, particularly they, tar they target our sisters with this violent, vulgar, dangerous rhetoric. He demeans and degrades us. Yeah, now I want to direct people to the link I'm providing in the description of the podcast, and I want to go over some of the bullet points that are listed in the Respect Us campaign information press kit that I've posted online. Now, where do you want to start, uh, Brother Kwabana? If I have any questions, I will pause you and ask them. Well, just uh, our, our working, you know, we worked Clear the Airways Project. We hooked up with the National Black Leadership Alliance. Uh, under the leadership of Bob Law a couple of years ago, who had been doing this work previously, along with people like uh, Reverend Calvin Buck and Miss C. Dolores Tucker of the National Congress of Black Women. And well, C. Dolores Tucker, her successor is Ife Williams. And we also hooked up with, with Dr. Ife Williams recently and shared with her our campaign and the content of, of some of these dangerous, hateful lyrics. And she was like, no, this has to stop. You know, I'm, I, I know the work C. Dolores is doing, and we have to continue this work. And so she jumped right in there with us. Uh, and recently we, um, a, a church, ah, the name of the group that Calvin Butts leads, leads as a part of the social justice uh, wing, I believe it's of the National Black. I better be careful because you know how they get sometimes you mix, mixed up the names. But one of the, uh, church organizations, national organizations, the social justice wing got a hold of some of these lyrics. And when this group of, uh, of religious leaders heard these lyrics, they were appalled. Like so many adults, they don't know the lyrics that our children are being constantly inundated with, the violent pornography. Right, right. Through, through the public lyrics. airways, through local licensed, federally licensed, and as this campaign really wants to focus on by corporate sponsorship, that's their economic a portion of it and and I do want to just warn listeners that some of what we are discussing um perhaps some of the stuff we're going to share especially when we get to the segment on Cardi B is not safe for children who may be in the Black Talk Radio audience and you know you're listening right now so I just want to warn parents because um but again you know I also want to underline the point that you don't get this warning nor does your child when you turn on that terrestrial radio station that I many of these corporation classified in the industry as urban radio, but that's really black radio. And these stations aren't necessarily, although some are owned by black people individually, um, but mostly are owned by corporations. Um, but I don't want to go off in, into that too much, that whole history, but in the campaign information, it says it's not going after hip hop per se, but, just, you know, the rhetoric that is in some of these rap uh, songs and it's being broadcast over the public airwaves uh, with very little uh, by way of censorship. They might bleep a word, but, you know, everybody, they play enough of the word that the children know the word and they sing right along. So, but it's not targeting hip hop per se, but it is targeting certain type, a certain type of rap. Yeah, because you know you can you can argue, or people are going to argue, and they, we have experience with them arguing about well, not all rap is bad, and this is that about some artists and what have you. But even if you want to argue that, well, that's not what we're here for uh, on this campaign. We're saying straight up, the rhetoric, the content that says pretty much that, and we'll get to this later too, in another extent, that I'm going to drug you, that I'm going take you and run a train on you and brag about it, or that I'm going to kidnap you and, and I'm a, uh, and my crew's going to get you 
and we're gonna uh, and you're gonna eat the entire crew, and then we're done with your bitch. You can have her back. Is later on in the song. That's violent. That's hateful. That's misogynistic lyrics, specifically targeting our women. When you say I'm gonna run up in your, uh, no, when you say I'm gonna wet up your mama and your grandmama house, keep shooting till somebody die. That's violent rhetoric. Violent content targeting our women, not just our daughters, but our mamas and our grandmamas. And this kind of rhetoric, this type of hateful content played on radio stations and then followed by a commercial from Subway or JCPenney or McDonald's or Coles. Come on, man. Right. And that's why I, what I like about the campaign and the participation of the black church, because historically in the United States, economic boycotts, you know, was a, a tool that Dr. King used. Um, to confront some of the racism and terrorism that black people uh, were facing all across this nation, but particularly uh, in the South. And so the uh, campaign all talks about building on that, um, using the power of the dollar. So, you know, it said on the 20s, what, what was it, the 22nd and the 23rd, the church congregations were supposed to just boycott those places on a Sunday, but that's a start, but I would say boycott them, period, as long as their ads are on those particular radio stations um, that are playing that particular content. That is a particular tool when you can get people to participate. I mean, excuse me, an effective tool when you can get people to participate. And I imagine a lot of people, you know, go out Sundays, you know, they may leave the church and go and get a sandwich or something before, you know, they had that meal in the evening. Do you want to speak about the emphasis, because Dr. King is mentioned, and the economic boycott uh, portion of it? Yeah, Dr. King did speak about Economic withdrawal, and we'll have to start talk, uh, tying our, our our money with our uh, direct action campaign. Economic withdrawal, economic sanctions on these corporations uh, who disrespect us. And he, he talked about that not too long before he was assassinated, and that was a, an effective tool. It worked. It worked in Cleveland, I believe, it was in Cleveland and other places where they tied that in. So important. It was tied in to um, a situation you and I have talked about before several years ago when Russell Limbaugh was on the radio disrespecting Sandra Fluke. Well, he lost 14 sponsors in a matter of days, 14 sponsors. And the, the tragedy, though, is and that's why we say this campaign is called Respect Us. Yeah, and, and, and I just want to add, there's a big campaign against Tucker Carlson as well um, for white promoting white nationalism. A lot of advertisers been dropping. Um, we have seen... Uh, when these mainstream media host in these different formats, if they go after the LGBT community and is disrespectful to that community, if they're disrespectful um, to women, and it's only been since the election of Donald Trump where airing um, your white supremacist beliefs in that format would uh, get, you know, your sponsors dropped. But that seems to be uh, something that uh, sponsors are not tolerating. But, you know, we're talking like cable news networks, but they sponsor uh, this vile content, you know, the uh, terrestrial airways every day and even the digital airways. Oh, yeah. And, and when it's targeting black people, when, it talk, when it's targeting our women, our children, it's it's accepted. Like I said, we're even going back to the Rush Limbaugh piece. It took them a couple of days and they dropped their sponsorship. You know how long we've been going at this. And they constantly disrespect our women, call them out of their names. And we've been struggling to get these corporations to pull your commercials. So that's why we're calling for support. We need the people to work with us on this Respect Us campaign. It doesn't require much. It requires just staying out of these businesses. Brother Scotty, early in the year, 
we had a forum in New York and Harlem at the Mist entitled, it was a lyric symposium. We invited these corporations. We called them. We sent them letters. The National Congress of Black Williams, uh, of Black uh, Women with, with Dr. Williams uh, spoke with some of them, invited them to this conference. We had uh, clergy. We had educators. We had activists uh, all here, all sharing the lyrical content and talking about the effects of this violent rhetoric on our people, on our children. None of them showed up. None of them showed up to the lyric symposium. So not only was it a, not just a, a slap in the face, us who organized it and all the activists and everyone, these organizations, it was disrespect to all black people. I mean, it was all a statement. People. It was a statement that black lives don't matter. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. And so we're saying that, yes, they do matter. And, and you know, this can, that was just the first step in the campaign uh, last weekend. We're calling for, we're going to still continue to call for economic sanctions. We got another uh, sanction Sunday coming up and another week coming up very shortly that we'll be sharing with the people when we're going to ask the people to stay away from these corporations that continue to sponsor this violent, hateful rhetoric, specifically targeting black women. Well, Kwame, now I would like, you know, this to be a national, if not a global campaign. Anyone who's listening to our voices right now, I don't listen to the terrestrial radio stations that target black people. You know, I'm old school hip hop head and, and what have you. I also like pop. I like, you know, various types of uh, music from an earlier generation. And so I don't listen to this, but I bet you if I turn on power 98 in Charlotte, you know, because wouldn't you say Kwabana that nationally, you know, these playlists are duplicated on these stations that are promoting this type of content, but turn on your local radio station, urban radio station, and listen to these lyrics we are speaking about tonight, and then listen to the advertisement that you hear that comes on in between the songs. And there's your target for your boycott locally, Brother Kwabana. Yeah, and yes. Also, um, now the official launch was on March 16th, as, as I mentioned, and I misspoke. The uh, first sanction Sunday was targeting Coles and Subway. That was on March the 23rd and 24th, not the 22nd and 23rd. But this is a national effort, as I was just talking about nationally, but there are five key cities that this campaign is really, you know, looking to target, which makes sense because that's where the largest black or urban radio markets are. Um, Would you care to bound on that, those cities? Yeah, and plus we have support. We have support, and you know, of course, in Chicago, Gary area where I am at, and in the National Black Leadership Alliance, strong in New York, D.C. is where the National Congress of uh, Black Women is located. We have support from uh, clergy in Philadelphia and also Atlanta, too. Uh, we have some soldiers in Atlanta. And they, like you said, these are areas where a lot of this uh, violent, hateful rhetoric in these radio stations exist that push that poison on the masses of the people. And, and you know, in a lot, and a big, you know, like everywhere where black people are, a big church community, too. So, again, but with what took place last weekend, uh, you know, we, we need support from the people to make this happen. Again, this is a, a big step in this movement that we've been dealing with for so many years, but they continue to disrespect our women. Our sisters cannot go out to a party nowadays without being denigrated and demeaned or having to dance to music that calls them B's and H's or in calls for their brothers and their hopefully future husbands. Well, not future husbands because it calls for them to be shot and killed. 
in this music. And it's just, just bro, Scott, it's just, I still can't believe it's like this. I mean, I guess I have to believe it's reality, but our music to be used as a tool, a weapon against. Well, I hope that those listening right now on this podcast will join in on this economic boycott nationally or even globally of those corporations who sponsor such harmful content. And it, it's not a matter of supporting. It's a matter of black self-respect. It's not a matter of supporting black leadership alliance. It's not a matter of supporting National Congress of Black Women. It's about standing up for the human race of black people and standing up against this dehumanizing media that is targeting us. I hope that people will participate because that's all all you need to do is participate by not patronizing uh, these businesses. Now, I do also want to uh, pivot uh, at this point, find out more. That is Respect Us campaign. You can just Google that. And again, I'm le- uh, linking to the press relief. But speaking of women and music that degrades and glorifies and therefore encouraging anti-black social behavior, through music um i talked about cardi b it's it's just sad it's it's very sad and i weighed in with some initial comments i still view her as a victim a white supremacy a victim of the system and the system that we live in of income inequality drives people to do things that they otherwise would not do but that is not to excuse things that we know are wrong we know robbing, raping, and drugging people is wrong, um, and many people go through uh, those same impoverished conditions without harming other people in the community. That's the facts are what the facts are, all right? So we got Cardi B confessing to crimes that she committed in the quote-unquote hood before making it in the music and television industry. Let's listen to the various video admissions in question that has many people asking questions of Cardi B. Now, she left Twitter after the backlash of that these unearthed videos, which have been out before, uh, but were recirculated again on social media again. Before I start this clip, let me warn you that the content you are about to hear is not safe for the ears of children. Give you a second. Now, let's roll the tape on Cardi B. Oh, man, let me just get a popping. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just hire any little, any little project nigga, like, here, $200, handle that. <laughs> Damn, Ma- male or female, he'll hit a motherfucker. You better be careful, sir. Yo, if a nigga cheat on me, I'm be that guy. I'm going to take him out. We're going to get drunk. I'm going to get him all perked up and everything. We're going to have a good time. Get him super twisted. Then bring a bitch around. We're going to have a threesome. And when he wake up, he's going to be like, what the fuck? Yeah, because the bitch was a tranny. I'm like, yep, yep, we had a threesome with a tranny. Yep. Yeah, 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 as it uh as you know as it's played on these radio stations and then check the lyrics and i know that she was manufactured to be a star uh they know Nicki minaj Nicki garbage was playing out Nicki garbage had been the only female rapper consistently broadcast to black children over the last nine years and so now she's joined a year and a half ago a little over a year and a half ago by cardi b gone 
who had the first uh, artist ever to have her first four singles in the top ten at the same time. So I knew it was manufactured, but when you listen to her music, it's basically violent pornographic content, just straight pornographic content. And so, you know, coming from a strip club, this is the type of environments that are in a strip club. We just lost a brother near my, near my hometown, my own neighborhood in Los Angeles, just murdered at a strip club. Uh, you know, condolences you get to uh, you and uh, our family. Oh, oh, thank, thank you, brother. I mean, oh, when I say brother, I mean, you know, like, uh, uh, just a brother that, who was there, you know, you know, we're brothers from different mothers. But this is the type of behavior that takes, even in that movie uh, that Ice Cube did about the strippers, and uh, Sister Lisa Ray, I think, was in it. I mean, those depictions of what happens at strip clubs, you know, are, are, the, are the lifestyle of what happens at these strip clubs. Everybody, they want to get the money. She talks about it in her song, doing whatever to get the money. What she talks about, well, you know, I had to SD. You know, I had to do that to oh. come up. And she, this is in a song that she recently Perform did. oral sex for those that didn't catch that. But it's like, like you're describing the music like Tales from the Strip Club. And somehow, uh, corporate America and the managers of these radio stations and their owners think that's appropriate to broadcast out over the public airwaves, not even adhering to because the FCC isn't enforcing the rules on obscene music on the publicly licensed radio airwaves. Exactly, exactly. And and they, but those who push her knows what, knew what she was about, and this is what they want to force feed to the masses of African people and the depiction of our women. When you and I both know we got sisters out here now who are running things, who are, you know, I'm not right now, I'm at an engineering conference. I got, there's so many beautiful sisters out here, students, our professionals who are taking care of business, who are handling up. You know, we got them in politics right now with some of the strongest people who are defying the ignorance of this, of this, um, knucklehead in office and other systems are, are, are sisters right now in, in leadership role in these, uh, in, in the Congress. And so our women are much more than, than what they depict them to be uh, in this music. And, you know, Cardi, Cardi B gone is horrific. But if, at the same time, though, because people were saying that, I bet the Me Too movement ain't going to say nothing about Cardi B. And I'm like, what are you talking about? The Me Too movement hasn't said, has not said anything about any of that uh, vulgar, right, violent music in hip hop or in rap. Right. Every commercial app, they have not said anything about that. That's a very important point. And they are also having a bit of turmoil over there with the president, or I should say the former president's son, being accused of sexual assault on a woman who did not call the police and um, just came out later and said that this happened to her and he's maintaining innocence. And his mother, who was the president of the Me Too Foundation, is standing by her son and uh, so, you know, she was forced out. But like yeah, you said, even, though, they even, have they have no history of calling out, well, media, period. And then some of these celebrity women um, that are, are supporters of Me Too financially and through their time and what have you and bring attention to it, they play in some pornographic type stuff themselves and, and promote the same thing. But, but nothing holds a candle to what's targeted towards black people, though, uh, if we want to talk, compare, you know, different, um, forums or different media genres. Hollywood ain't got nothing on the pornographic content in the vile, violent content directed at black people through terrestrial radio. Specifically directed at black children through these radio stations because the adults don't listen. Like you said, it's tough to listen if we're hip, hip or if we're used to music from Marvin, from Parliament, from Confunction. From Phyllis Hyman, we're used to that. We're used to Whitney and Anita Baker and, and music like that. And then you come with this crap, and we don't want to hear that. But our children are, are, are 
inundated with that poison. And again, one of the few females that they push on our children right now is Cardi B gone. And they know exactly her history, what she was about, what she was into, and they just don't care because that's what they want to force on us. They know the issues with people loving and respecting themselves. And like Dr. Francis Cress Wellsing said, rap music has annihilated self-respect of black people. Mm. It has annihilated. We're coming up on the 40th anniversary of when commercial hip-hop first came out. Mm. And what we got today is a disgrace. It is disgusting. It is it's just ridiculous, Brother Scotty. And Cardi B is a poster child. Matter of fact, she was she won an album of the year uh, in, one of these, in the Grammys. In the Grammys for that poison. Mm-hmm. Cardi put the P on, on, on offset. Cardi put the brain on offset. And I'm editing more right now than what they do on the radio station. Right. It's, it's on, terrible. Man. It's terrible. But I just want the listeners to know that BTR News will delve more into this Cardi B topic when we speak with the founder of Gender Identity Accountability, or GIA. Um, we'll be speaking in the future with Kim Melanson. Uh, who is the founder of that with, with her son, uh, doing prison time right now, um, because he was raped by deception. For those that don't know that, those stories, he met a person who was, uh, transsexual, um, who put themselves out there to be a natural born woman. They met through the internet. He was in the Navy at the time. They hooked up, went to a hotel. And then after the sex, this person disclosed, Dwayne says that, uh, he snapped, he blacked out temporary insanity and killed this person, killed this person. So we'll be talking to his mother, Kim Melanson, who's fighting for gender gender identity accountability because Cardi B, she was using a transsexual as a weapon against a male, um, knowing that these male uh, don't deal with transsexuals um, to each his own. I'm not trying to tell grown people how to regulate their bodies and, and who they should be with and who they shouldn't be with. But then when it comes to non-consensual sex, and it, it can't be consensual if I don't know this person is a transsexual in the way that she was describing it, Brother Kwabana and listen was like i'm getting revenge on you i'm a i'm gonna have sex with you and i'm gonna give you this threesome and then guess what it was a man it was a a, a born a natural born man who's now a transsexual and you just had sex with them you know so that that Scotty, just speaks Scotty, to you, it. and when you do that man that's like that's almost like the ultimate deception and when you talk about that when people who People say, well, you shouldn't be killing the trans group and violence against trans. Well, most of the time when it happens, it, it appears to me it's because of the deceit involvement. She purposely did this to uh, claim that that's what she does to get back. And that is horrific. Yes. That is horrific for her to do that. She's setting people up to, to be to be uh, harmed and right. harming them. That's horrible that she would do this and admit, not just admit to it, the fact that she would do it. But again, that's the type of and and the transgender society. person who participated willingly in the uh, uh, violation of her victims. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to speaking with Kim Melanson again. She's with Gender Identity Accountability. But Kwabana, thank you, bro. As always, any uh, final thoughts on the Respect Us campaign? We just need we need the people's assistance. We need to protect our children. Our children. Our children. They look to us, well, they depending on, they depend on us to protect them, to guide them and protect them. They look for us to protect them. And we, and that is our duty as adults to do that. And this system, this music is using, I mean, this system is using this music and this rhetoric as a weapon against us. And we have to fight back. We have to put a stop to it. We can put a stop to it we, if we organize. Well, Kwabana, thank you again as always. And peace and blessings to all until next time.